Welcome, folks. Just a reminder, we are here for the restaurant people. If you want a glimpse behind the curtain and into the culinary underbelly, come on in. But don't get mad if your feelings are hurt because this is for the industry dogs. So put your thick skin on and give it a listen. started off this is our first podcast ever we're super excited about that um what we have here is to the left we have tim Othout, the guy with the sheer willpower to scare a hangover away tim Othout, <laughs> right he's a monster tim kendall right next to me he is the guy that has an allotment of three smiles a week and <laughs> hopefully we get one tonight there's the second one all right we're gonna get them all tonight and then he won't smile the rest uh kale henderson what is Kale Henderson, the worst bartender in Cedar Rapids, self-proclaimed. <laughs> and uh, Jared Thatcher, which is uh, the guy that gave up his nine to five to do a very courageous move of starting his own business. And we are going to get into a fun little story with him about how he got to get going. You're going to introduce yourself or what? Do I have to? Yeah. And the least important person in the room, Justin Zier. I am, uh, I don't even know what I was going to say about myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, the guy that can't uh, stick with um, a hobby long enough to get good at it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I couldn't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the most work guilt of anybody I know. Next to Tim Othout. Mm. Yeah, we, we, we battle the work guilt thing. <laughs> So, uh, I don't even know where to start. So, we are doing our first podcast right now. We didn't exactly know when we were going to do it. And all of a sudden, we just decided the times now because Jared just happened to be coming through Iowa because he was killing ducks today. And he just drove across the country with blood on his hands and uh, washed them and drove over here. And poured him a Cedar Ridge bourbon, and he actually licked we, his fingers clean. Yeah, and we are. That was on accident. Yeah. I was eating hot Cheetos, <laughs> so he knows what truck. Cheetos and duck blood taste like together. How was it? It was bad, real bad. I should use my other hand. Well, I was kind of hoping you were going to say it was good. I felt like there might be something happening there. No, I don't think there's anything. I would just relax on that concept, probably right. for the restaurant. Okay. Don't fuck with that. that one. No, I don't mess with that one. If anyone could bring it to fruition, it would be a oath out with the lover of all the game and all of the junk food. Yeah. It's a junk food dinner. I feel like planned is waiting to happen. Duck blood and Cheetos. Just keep an eye out. We'll oh, see what God. happens. I'd put hot Cheeto on anything probably, though. Exactly. No, that's what Kale does over there. He... Yeah, Kale's really good at that. <laughs> that's how we got our next guest, actually, so that's going to work out just fine. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of the flaming hot Cheetos, but that shit smacks, man. It's good seasoning. <laughs> I have so, two... Go ahead. No, no you go. I was just going to kind of go another direction. Um, why Jared is actually here, yes. that's probably the most important thing, is because we went to Jared's house. He was nice enough to let us come and make a knife. And so I think during that time we were there, Jared has a really good story. And I think that's probably, you know, uh, what we want to hear. I mean, I don't know. When you told us it was about a 25-minute story, I don't know if we needed to be that long. 
Yeah, but I, uh, I think I think it's really interesting and really kind of fun story. And I, it, you know, we all kind of shut up and listened, so it was fun. So maybe. All right. First, you got, I man? need another bourbon, though. <laughs> all right. All right. I got Actually, that part. World's worst bartender here. <laughs> yeah. World's worst bartender. Uh, let's, let's do barrel age because that's all from our okay uh, from our very good friends at Cedar Ridge. By the way, <laughs> shameless plug. No free ads. Cedar Ridge is sponsoring this episode. These are very very good friends of ours. We just kind of did a. a call out to them real quick and just said hey guys we have a person that's coming on that just so happens to be a huge bourbon fan and uh pretty uh dialed in in the bourbon culture since he's uh from kentucky um just makes sense uh so i said hey you guys want to sponsor this and kind of uh collaborate with this uh, guy and so we can pour some awesome bourbon for him uh so here we are we uh had the normal one and now we're doing the barrel proof which is 58%, and then we'll be going to the double barrel after that, which is a higher octane, which is what? 105. 105 proof. That's Jared. Yeah, but I was that's just Jared. Jared. We're just yeah, drinking that's this. what Jared puts on a cereal. He ain't going to We're just drinking this small batch, though, and that's, <laughs> it says it's only two to four years old, like a blend of the barrels, aged two to four years old, but I think it's I think it's pretty good for that. It's I really good. do, you know? It really is. It's won a lot of awards. I mean, it's a top Top tier bourbon. It's so we we actually went out of a order because we nice. went to the we opened up the barrel proof first and then the uh, octane goes down to the double barrel. So you're uh that one's gonna well either way I like I, I'm a proof four so the 118 or the barrel proof yeah, that I'm drinking you, right now you yeah like hot, like oh drink, yes right? absolutely yeah I like it like that yeah I think Cedar Ridge is the number one bourbon in Iowa now let's get one from Mrs Henderson here there we go is that a uh, big uh, how many bourbons are in Iowa. <laughs> As far as, you know, we get all the stuff from Kentucky here. So, oh, oh, I see what it you're is surpassed like, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Well, I think we're all pretty proud of it, too. We've all got a really good relationship with them. Honestly, they're, and you'll like this, too, Jared, their winery is, uh, is phenomenal. So, like, Jamie and I, during COVID, were ordering cases <clears throat> of the Reserve Red um, from our old friends over there, and we'd go out and get it, and... It uh it got us through the pandemic. So cheers to Cedar. Then they're actually making a hand sanitizer for uh, to help supply Cedar Rapids because there was a shortage. You couldn't get it anywhere, so they started making their own hand sanitizer and selling it by the gallons. And they're they're passing out small. The small batch is fine, but the barrel proof. This is where it's at right here. That's smoking, huh? Well, I better get one. (laughs) Yeah, the the I feel like the small batch has like some some young corn flavors like some smoky flavors if you will but this the the barrel proof is money i like it okay so jared mm-hmm. how does a good looking suburbanite like yourself give up a great paying nine to five and end up in a 200 year old house in kentucky well <clears throat> i used to be a financial advisor you know trading stocks and bonds um for a couple different companies riveting yes brilliant <laughs> and um I killed a deer uh, one year, I guess 11 years ago now, killed a deer and decided to process that whole deer myself. And after going through a bunch of different knives uh, and having to resharpen and then finding anything I could find in the kitchen to like help process <laughs> this deer, I said, okay, I'm going to buy a uh, custom hunting knife. And at the time, maybe a custom hunting knife is $250, $350. And if you live in a small town, you can throw a rock and hit like an old timer that probably makes custom knives. Well, I thought, you know, my wife is going to kill me if I do that because <clears throat> it's just going to be um, used once a year if I get a deer. It's a lot of money. Yeah, so it's it's a good chunk, you know, young family. I had two new kids. They're 13 months apart, so we were, we were doing our best. But 
Um, I thought, you know, this isn't going to work. So I converted my old Weber grill into a forge. I watched videos and, and, you know, YouTube and things. And I converted our old Weber grill into a forge. And I taped my wife's hair dryer onto the end of a, like a one inch pipe and jammed it in the airflow thing. And that was your fan. That was my fan, and I mm-hmm. melted the first two knives, I think, that I ever made. So I still have three, four, and five. I think you guys saw them yeah. at the knife class. So you learned on coal, then. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I learned on technically coal. It was just it was just charcoal briquettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or what? I had no clue they could get that hot. I had no idea. Um, so I melted those and then spent a lot more time just, like, f- you know, focusing and really trying and, and – um, you know, probably well. Shoot, at this point, thirty thirty-five thousand dollars later, I can make that two hundred fifty dollar custom hunting knife. <laughs> <Right>. Definition of <laughs> hustle yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we used to have a different name. We used to be called Queen City Knives, but um, we got a cease and desist letter from a big time knife making company, and they were like, "Hey, that's our trademark." And at the time, they their trademark wasn't valid, but they renewed it after I had created it sent me a letter and scared the heck out of me. And um, the reason it was was uh, even prevalent was because our Kickstarter campaign that we were running at the time was coming up SEO as the top Google hit for Queen City Knives. Oh, and so, real. yeah, so it's somebody like saw it and reported it to them or got their attention. And so they sent me that letter. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, I think I only had 20 or 26 knives, something like that, out there in the world. And the CEO ended up calling me uh, once I called the lawyer, the CEO called me and he was like, he was not happy. And he said, you know, how many knives do you have out there with our name on them? And I said, uh, 26. And he just started freaking laughing, started laughing. on the phone. <laughs> he just started laughing and was like, are you kidding me? I said, no, sir. Uh, absolutely not. And he's like, do you think you can stop using our name within six months? And I was like, I'll stop using your name tomorrow. You know, like if you <laughs> do not sue me. sue me. Yeah, please don't. And he said, um, he said, I'm sorry, it was built up to be something I didn't expect, you know, from our lawyer and from the other people. And so he was like, um, I'll tell you what, write down this number. So I wrote down a phone number and he said, that's our marketing, uh, I don't know, lady, I think she was marketing and something else. And uh, she will help you come up with a new name, new logo, all of it, like on the house, they'll do it all for you and help you out. So that's when we became Boot Hill Blades. We that's came a up big leg that. up for the new guy on the block. Oh, huge. It's pretty amazing. And he obviously. didn't have to do any of that. No. You know what I mean? now, no, he could have sued your balls off. Yeah, and they didn't make kitchen knives at the time. Like <clears throat> They made um, you know, folding knives and things like that. <clears throat> so sure. I wasn't really competing with him necessarily, but... Um, but I ended up seeing that guy two years later at Blade Show. He didn't know who I was, but he had a name tag on. So I saw him, and I went and gave him a big hug, and he was like, what the heck? This dude's hugging you. <laughs> and he turned around, and I said, I'm Jared Thatcher from Boot Hill Blades. And he was like, holy crap. You know, we right. hugged it out, and I said, thank you so much. He was super nice. So that kind of – that's what, that's how we started Boot Hill Blades. That's what it is, and we're 11 years, I think, now. Got three of those that's hats fantastic. at this table. Gosh, that's yeah. crazy. So when did you finally start hosting people? So you you got into it, and then you're you're making knives for years, and you've been on uh, Tim and I's radar for a very very long time, and uh, and then all of a sudden, in one of your uh, news your, your email news feeds, uh, saw that you're you're doing knife classes and you're inviting people out to your home and and doing that. Uh, and I, getting it, some of the best chefs in the world to come there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You obviously uh, surround yourself in a really uh, cool circle of people and. Um, Within the bourbon and uh, the, the the food world, so you definitely know some big big names indeed. And that's I, I mean I you want to tell us a little bit about kind of the transition from making the knives to kind of having people come to your home and 
and some of the exposure that you've had to some of these juggernauts in the industry? Sure. When I joined Instagram in, what's it say on my hat? 2013. <laughs> when I joined Instagram in 2013, I was following every single knife maker or anybody who had hashtagged knives. And I don't even know if we knew what hashtags technically were at the time, but I was following like 200 guys. Still really it. don't. Yeah, we're yeah, all still, still really figuring it out. I, no. Do they even matter? I have right. no idea. But I was following everybody who made knives on Instagram, and it was like 200 people or whatever. And so we were. that's, I think, one of the sustainments of our success was we were very early into that and kind of marketing via social media. So... Um, I had all these people asking me, can, can we come over? Can we, you know, make a knife with you? Will you show us how to make a knife, like, early on? So I'm, I'm just guessing, but I'm guessing around 2015 or 16, when we had been doing it for two or three years, uh, we said, okay, let's, let's, my wife and I were like, let's do a knife class where we're just going to have guys over for a day. And so we did a one-day class, like, making a little hunting knife that we could actually get done in one day. Right. And uh, it was an absolute blast, and the guys were like, we want to come back again, you know? So I said, okay, maybe this could really be something. So we did our first, like, chef knife class, and there's a guy, there is a very good chef who uh, lives in Vail, and he came out for our very first <coughs> chef knife class. Everybody else was local. We put him up in my daughter's, like, like in my daughter's bedroom in, like, pink and purple polka dot, uh, things and was he that said, at the old house. That was at my old house in Clarksville. And when he he said when he woke up, there was two little girls' eyes just peeking at him over, <laughs> the, over the side of the bed, over the covers, staring at him. And they were they were just looking at him when he woke up. And um, so he's a super nice. We're still friends to this day. I visited him in Vail now, but he um, he was like the very first. That was the very first chef knife class we ever we ever did. And I ran them for maybe two or three years in Clarksville, but it was always you had to find your own lodging and whatnot. So when we moved to Lafayette, Kentucky, where we are now, I knew we kind of slowed down on the knife classes as we kind of figured out the farm, you know what I mean, and figured out what we were doing. But I knew I needed lodging. So when we built the guest house, I guess, three years ago, maybe during COVID or right before COVID, Uh, that's what I was waiting for. So I'd run a couple of local classes, maybe mm-hmm. where guys didn't have to stay, but we kicked it up three years ago when we built the the thing. And now it's the full experience, right? Like right. Friday, you're going to come in, you're going to shoot clays. We're going to have um, some dinner, you know, do some smash burgers and things. Saturday, you're going to make your knife. Saturday night, we bring in a chef from Nashville. Or Saturday night, we get drunk. Friday night we Friday get night, drunk. Friday night, Saturday, yeah. Sunday night we got drunk. You get drunk. Uh, you get drunk. Uh, drunk, drunk, drunk airport. We'll get to the bourbon room soon. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get there. But um, yeah. No, it was just a. Uh, it's is is really cool. Just that that transition and everything else to give a little context to what he's saying. As far as we stayed, uh, we there's like the separate like a uh, cool like brand new shed kind of. Would you would you call it kind of like a. Bunk so the house. A bunkhouse, yeah, yeah, a pole barn, like a pole kinda, barn that and, we enclosed, and, and you know, one <laughs> right. side has two beds, the other side has two bunk beds. So I mean, it 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 just fits two plenty people. Baths. I mean, there's yeah, and and the hot water went for days. So I mean, it was just a such a a pleasant little um, uh, just you had your own space, and it was just cozy as can be. And then in between it, uh, for all of our dinners, we um, went inside and we were fed and sat at the family table. And we just all kind of were uh, brought in as family, and it was just so <clears throat> next level. Which I, think, is I think I put on 15 so pounds that you know? weekend. We had, I mean, Kylie's making, you know, burritos for breakfast. Yep. The next day was homemade pop tarts. 
The cookies. Yeah, cookies. Coming, coming, oh, in, the cookies. coming in the house for breakfast, being cookies, invited in, sitting down at the family table, having breakfast with everybody was probably one of my favorite things out of the entire experience. Did you guys have the biscuits and gravy? I can't. Oh, we did. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, that's what's yes. heavy. That, that's that's, we should change that up because that's, that's <laughs> Sunday morning uh, where you don't gravy, actually though. have to forge. So it's nice, but dang, that breakfast is heavy. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's great. No, well, that's so well, well, and for us, well, for yeah, and being for drunk us, that's what's most yeah, important. After perfect. all the drinking, you need it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> feeding people is what <clears throat> brought us all to this table. You know, I mean, that's I know that's what Tim and Justin and Tim and myself we, we pride ourselves on is creating those intimate moments among friends that people still talk about later. So I really appreciate the hospitality you guys showed us. And but I need I do need to jump into this. Tell the people at home how you decided to go. Like what, when you picked up your sticks and you decided to move, what was your thought process? Didn't you guys just do something really random? Are you talking about moving to... Where you decided to move. Yeah, where we decided to move. When you left... uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I'm originally from Phoenix, Arizona, and we got pregnant with my my daughter, Berkeley, and I said, I don't want to, you know, raise my kids in Phoenix. Um, I'd like to go to a small town somewhere. And so I Googled best places to raise a family, and Knoxville, Tennessee came up at the time. You know those lists? They always run those lists, yep. like mm-hmm. best place, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Naperville, Illinois is always on there for some reason, oh, by the way. Oh, that's bullshit, too. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why no that is. Um, Sorry. You ever been to Illinois, Tim? <laughs> I've been. <laughs> the Red Buicks. What's I'll, the town called again? Walnut. <laughs> yeah, I probably, I probably never go back to Chicago ever again. Like it was just cold and terrible. But, but Naperville always on that for some reason. So Knoxville came up as like number two or three. I can't remember. So I googled financial advisor jobs in Knoxville for whatever reason. A, um, a, a financial advisor job in Clarksville showed up. So I called my realtor that Friday night and I said, "Hey, I want to list this our house for sale in Arizona." And he said, "You know what? I've been looking for a house to sell or to buy. Um, call me back on Saturday with a price." I called him back on Saturday with a price. I sold it to him Monday. We had signed the paperwork and everything, and I loaded up a 27-foot moving truck that next Friday. And my family stayed with my parents. Beverly for, Hillbilly style. Oh, yeah. Shit and, go. and I just drove – me and my dad drove it across country, and I stayed in the crappiest week-long uh, – what do you call those hotels that you rent by the week? Motels, baby. Motel? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I stayed in the outside. Hotel, hotel My motel. entire Holiday floor Union. smelled like curry. Hey, and at the time, <laughs> I was not happy about that. Now I'd probably be like, heck yeah, let's go. You know, a little <laughs> curry. Yeah, days, a little more yeah. culture. <laughs> and I swear this one guy was going to stab me in the elevator. I was in the elevator with him twice, and I was pretty sure he was going to stab me in the elevator two times. Coming from the knife guy, that's hilarious. He didn't. <laughs> but And we only had we, – we, we just drove straight through, and we only ended up having um, – one loss, uh, my daughter's um, tortoise named Thortis, uh, he died, and uh, I chucked him out the window while we were driving. Oh, and nice. my Yeah, I, I didn't tell my daughter that. Uh, my wife told my daughter that. Oh, poor, oh. Little, poor little out and for Thortis. Yeah, she was right under the she bus. She me out, and she was mad at me forever. <laughs> poor Thortis. Rip Thortis. R.I.P. Yep. Thortis. Thortis the tortoise. Yep, Thortis the tortoise. I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah. Drink. Yeah. A little Cedar, rap, Cedar Ridge to Thortis the tortoise. That's funny. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to derail us, but I, I remember hearing that story for the first time and just thinking that's part of the. St- you know, that's part of your history. It's part of how you guys ended up where you're at. Oh my god! Yeah, we just kind of picked oh. it off a map and went. Cut know? that. Yeah, place. and that's and that's what I thought was really <laughs> unique about your story was, you know, your transition from, you know, well, I think it was Kylie. She was bartending at the time. I think that's what she told me. Yeah, she was when we met. She was bartending at night, working at a dentist's office during the day, and then. Uh, 
when we got pregnant, she was uh, at a financial off, uh, advisor office, like as the front thing. And I don't know. It, things were just not like, it just wasn't right. Wasn't you know lining I mean? up. Yeah, it, it didn't fit like what we wanted in our lifestyle. So I just, we were just like, let's go. So we did. So I think that uh, a lot of the people that uh, listen to this, that one of their main questions will be exactly what you can expect out of the experience of coming here. Because I think the number one recommendation is we want to just make it very clear is this is a trip as the ultimate trip. I mean, it was just such a great getaway where you're kind of a little um, off the radar where you don't have the best reception. So you're not tempted to be on your phone. One constantly. of my favorite parts. And uh, absolutely. I think we all just yeah. adored that. And we needed, um, we needed that. Like, lot. you know, we got picked up from the airport uh, by your wife, which was just amazing. You know, that we didn't have to have that additional headache after flying in, you know, uh, just the hospitality from uh, coming there <sighs> to leaving was just, you know, it was just uh, is just next level you know we get there we may she does margaritas made for us you know and then we go and we shoot some clays and then the next day we're doing we're in between the the knife making we're being fed and i just I, it was just it was an experience i think that none of us will ever forget and we all want already want to go back to and we were just there a month ago so it's just really cool and i mean how lucky we are to have you here now you know, because we got, I mean, in, in a weekend, you kind of like just become family yeah. and now here you are, you know, traveling through and then you're, uh, you're now, now I'm, I get to host you for the night and you're on yeah. the podcast, you know, it's just, it's just kind of all came full circle and it's just really exciting. Uh, so, you know, I mean, just as much about talking about the experience of what you guys are, but we also just wanted to make sure is to put in the endorsement of how special the kind of trip was for us. And what, and like, uh, you know, to, to get it all, sorry, I'm talking a little too much now, but, um, you know, to get it booked, you know, I just reached out to you guys and you know, you're talking to a person, you're texting with a person and you guys made it so easy and fluid to like, yeah, this is happening it. on a website with a stranger. Exactly. You're speaking with the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, mm-hmm. to piggyback what Justin was saying, I, the whole experience for me was just world-class. The hospitality was only second to the friendships that we've made and the experiences that we've had. And somewhere in between there, we made we all made really fucking awesome knives. So yeah, it's cool shit happened. Yeah, and and you know for well, us, I mean, I we're not used kales, to be- but he did. He did <laughs> Man, fuck you! Oh shit! You made one of them. I'm just joking. I made I made half of two really really squirrely knives. Hey, but it's okay. Hey, you know what? It was. Notice how mine doesn't have a boot hill stamp on it. It was still great. No, it was fun. No, they don't. But I. But, you know, for us as consumers and as people who are used to doing the hosting and being in the hospitality industry, as long as we have, for somebody to actually pick us up, take care of us, roll out the red carpet, plan the meals, plan your days, and to stick to that and not be... For, for this group, it was everything that we needed. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was exactly, it soul, was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was exactly what we needed. We didn't you need know? to make a million decisions. You made them for us. Yeah. We yeah. just enjoyed the ride. You know, yeah. sitting down at the family fantastic. table, having breakfast and getting up to put in a little bit of work. It was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a great time. It was. So yeah. the original idea behind like the guest house and running them, uh, at the farm and like the original idea was to not only do knife classes where the participants, of course, like are paying to come to the knife class, right? But the original idea was also to, and we haven't like created this 501c3 yet, but it's still kind of on the back burner, if you will, um, to get chefs 
cooks, oh. kitchen workers out of the kitchen for a weekend away from their away from the boss, away from the phone, away from all of that and the stress cuz I know y- y'all run at a very high stress level, right? Like you know, maybe my stress level is 20, y'all are running daily at an 80. So the idea was to get them out of the city, come out to the country, relax. Just you can't even text somebody cuz we have no freaking internet, you know. How like, did, how no did service. you how did you really tap into the culinary scene? I know you had Chef from Vale came and saw you, but I mean, you you've tapped into the culinary scene there, you know, in like a major, in major Nashville, way. in a major way. I mean, there's there's some big names. I'm not going to put them out there cuz that's your private life, but um there's yeah, how did the word kind of get around that you, you know, you're doing what you're doing. And originally we were making, it. originally we were making the hunting knives just like everybody else was. And I saw, I saw an article somewhere that said Nashville at the time was the fastest growing restaurant scene in the country. Absolutely. Yeah. And they I totally were, believe that. I, I'm going to screw this thing up, but I think it said they're opening res- one restaurant per week in Nashville. That, oh, for sure. Yep. 10 years ago? Yeah. 11 years ago, Nash- right? Nashville was, yeah, Nashville was projected to be the new Vegas. It was yeah. opening Nashville up. Vegas, restaurants baby. were opening up as fast it, it is, in it Nashville. Is. I mean, um, it's... I mean, I've, Number one, I've bachelor, a, it's bachelor party, bachelor... Vegas, a, for sure. I have a family member Mood that girls, opened up an arcade bar there in Nashville as oh, one of their spots. And so, So I saw that article, or I saw that one day on something, and I was like, why... There's no knife makers that I knew about that were making chef knives at the time in the area. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to transition to chef knives. And I told my wife, I said, we are going to own this market. So we would go down to Nashville two times a week-ish, and we would go out to eat. And we had, at the time, I had just started, you know, Boot Hill Blades. We had zero money, like nothing. But we would... On the credit card, baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm, for real. And we would go down, and we would eat at two different restaurants, and I would ask to see the chef. Like, I'd ask to see who's cooking and ask to see the chef. And I would just say, hey, I would wear my Boot Hill Blades hat that y'all have on, and I would ask to see the chef, and I'd say, hey, you know, my name's Jared uh, from Boot Hill Blades. I don't know if you saw us on Instagram or whatever, but um, we really enjoyed it today, you know, and this food is incredible. Um what do you look and I would ask him, I'd be like, what do you look for? What chef knife do you use the most? What do you look for in a chef knife? What do you just anything I could ask them, right? And just try to engage them and like get their basically get their ideas of what they use. And then I would go back and I'm not kidding you, I would do three, five, six days of research on the knife. So they'd be like, Oh, I usually use a seven inch Santoku from Shun or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I would go look that knife up and I would look up the specs on it, look how it works, everything. And I would try to make one. And then, you know, it would never, I mean, honestly, those first ones, it, would, it wouldn't be right. Um, but a lot of times I would send them a picture. I'd be like, what do you think about this? How, you know, how's that look or whatever, if, if they were kind enough. Just trying so, to get the shape down at that point. Yeah. yeah. And I said, we are going to absolutely own this market. And m- luckily, my wife is not only a great, like, host, right? She's great at hosting people. But... I, this is what I always say. I'm like, I create the idea and kind of get the, I get the process together and how this is going to work. 
And then I take this whole little baby package and I hand it off to Kylie and I'm like, okay, now you run it. Yeah. Right. You figure it <laughs> Turn out. Turn this into money, please. Correct. And yeah. You <laughs> I feel like we haven't given her enough credit and yet. No, I mean, that's it's like powerhouse. Absolute and powerhouse. That's what she does. Between so the food and to this day, if I go down to Nashville, no chefs or restaurants give a crap about Jared Thatcher from Budo Blades. But if Kylie Thatcher shows up in the restaurant, <laughs> things are getting it happened comped. at Fat Belly. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. That's there awesome. are red carpets rolled out, there are hugs and kisses given. Right. It uh, is you know, that does very good stuff. You know, not that, surprised. That, that does not surprise us at all. I mean no, from the bit. moment from the moment she picked us up at the airport, you know, it was it was like it was a hundred miles an hour. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah, the energy was there yeah. and she was just <laughs> we didn't get a word. Yeah, she, she just she embraced us. 100 so, miles an hour in a van, texting with both hands, driving with me on a shoulder with on a road with no fucking shoulder. That's right. You know you're riding yes. with the boss. And yep. then on the way back, you know, before she dropped us off at the at the airport, she took us to a, a restaurant we were talking all about. It was a fat belly, uh, fat belly deli, pre- fat belly deli, fat pre- fat belly pretzel deli, or. Fat, fat Belly Deli, yeah. Levon Wallace. Shout out to Levon. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Is dope. Great sandwiches. Yeah, right? Amazing. Oh, unreal. Unreal. Hadn't been to Nashville before this year, and I've been there three times, and I've gotten a muffaletta three times in a row. I've had muffalettas everywhere. You're such a whore for a It's res- the best muffaletta I've had in my entire life. The bread is fantastic. He the sesame on I can't. I can't. Sandwich. I'm sorry. I mean, the focaccia and that that other sandwich is <laughs> the, 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 next the, level to Mamma Mia. Yeah, in but, all fairness, that sandwich hey, was man, amazing. I almost go, packed it up and took it on the took it in my bag on the airplane. I only so. have one issue with Levon and Fat Belly Deli. He puts Brett's pretzel. He puts pretzel pieces into his snickerdoodles, <laughs> which people love. I <laughs> get right. it. Y'all love it. I get it. But I want it the softest ridiculous snickerdoodle it's my favorite cookie i want i want it traditional i don't want the pretzel pieces in it but levon we're gonna let it slide yeah you're fine yeah it's fine <laughs> but yeah <laughs> you, you gotta check that place out man it, it, they're right. making some of the best sandwiches had in our entire life um yeah oh god yes yeah, so, so kylie's the best i i hand it off to her and she kind of created the relate so i like Okay, so I generated the relationships. I created the relationships sort of with those chefs, right, on a... Um, like a cold a, call, yeah. Yeah, on a cold call, on a business level, sort of. And you hit then, it with a hammer. Oh, She let, used the polisher. Let me tell you how crazy she is. Well put. The, like, right when we started doing that, when we went mm-hmm. back to a restaurant for the first time, so we had gone to all the different ones, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking up lists and all these... Like, any, any good restaurant, we're trying to find it. So... The first time we went back to a restaurant, because now we had become maybe friends with that chef, she mm. takes a pan of lasagna to the chef. <laughs> I am not kidding you. The hour drive to down to Nashville, I was like, are you sure you're going to deliver a pan of lasagna to <laughs> a chef? And she's like, yeah, why not? And I was like, well, because he's a chef, right? You know, I love nothing more oh, than yeah. when somebody People else don't realize cooks it. Okay, yeah, but I didn't know that. Right. And at the time, we're going down, and I'm like, you're delivering... It was an I, I don't even remember who it was or what it, it, I don't remember what the restaurant was, but she, I was like, you're delivering a thing that has you, you know you're crazy. I told her I was like, you're crazy. She dropped that thing off and it I mean ever since then she takes food down and they all love her and they're all like, you don't understand we don't eat. Our yes. own food. Right. We eat at Waffle House at yep. two in the morning. Or we eat standing over trash cans at eleven yeah. o'clock or at night. Taco Bell yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. Just yeah, more that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Something that you something that you did that I really appreciated is the fact that you went into places and you asked questions. 
you didn't come in and you're like, hey, I've got this product. I've got this product. Yeah. Let's try this out. You want to buy? Why wouldn't you buy this? Of course, this is amazing. You ask them about what made the difference for them. Right. And then you worked on it and then you asked for their opinion again. And uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that that had a lot to do with the uh, inertia of like projecting forward into that scene and the restaurant scene and the chef scene there. You know, people. I'll, I'm going to name drop a little bit more then because, and this isn't, there's a guy named David Fingerman um, that used to be mm-hmm. in Chicago and ran a restaurant. I sent out three knives to three different mm-hmm. chefs that had followed us on Instagram and I'd kind of built a relationship with. Sent out three knives like, hey, ch- test out these chef knives. Tell me what you think. Only one responded mm-hmm. back to me, David Fingerman. And David wrote me an email that was probably. <sighs> At the t- I should look it up again and read it. 20 paragraphs long. Wow. Like, really? About the edge, about the <clears throat> thickness, about the handle, about boom, 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 everything. I am wow. talking everything and like how I can improve all these things, right? So it had to be helpful. Oh, it was incredible. And at the time, he was working for Graham Elliott in, at his bistro or something in, in, um, in Chicago. And David David's gotten multiple knives from me over the years, and and he he was so great. But at the very beginning, he was the only one who would respond to what I had going on, uh, like na- on a national level, right? He was the only one who wrote me back. And somebody, uh, a guy named Andrew Whitney, bought a knife from me off a newsletter sale, and he was in Nashville, and he was at a sushi restaurant, and I, I can't remember. I think <laughs> I sold him, I don't know, a Nikiri or something. I can't remember. Which it wasn't even a carry. I don't even know what I was building at the time. Spatulas. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, you should have been flipping something with it. Um, and Andrew was like, hey, do you want to... He was like, it's sharp, though. It's great. It's sharp. Do you want to come down and do a knife sharpening class for the entire restaurant group? It's a restaurant group kind of like yours. They had seven restaurants, I think, at the time. And they had a big meeting, right? He's like, do you want to do a knife sharpening thing? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do a knife sharpening. I went down there, did a knife sharpening. I think I sold two knives at the knife sharpening uh, thing. And Andrew Whitney is, to this day, one of our best friends. He's the first person who ever invited us down. He cooked for us. He did all kinds of things. He went out of his way to do it, too. Um, just a great dude. And so we, of course, like showed that appreciation as best I could back to Andrew, back to David Fingerman. I've built knives for his family. I've built knives for their friends. Like there's almost nobody that steps, you know, that, that bumps up in the line on custom orders sure, or whatever. Sure, right. There's basically nobody. But except, he's a day one. Yeah, he's a day one. Andrew, David Fingerman, when those guys want something, yes, sir, you got yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's awesome. And it'll be there next week. Yeah, 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 for I'll, sure. I'll do my best. I respect that. Um, so maybe we can touch a little bit too on just like the big picture of like your guys' hustle. Because, um, for example, you said everyone knows your wife. And um, and she, it's like she's going around and she's delivering grape juice and, and from, from your vineyard. Uh, you guys do the sheep. Um, the wood instruments. The wood, that's what, yeah. yeah. The wood the instruments carving. and yeah. the, the cutting boards. Uh, can you tell some of the... That just all the extra stuff that people don't realize. So you basically have like multi businesses going on all at the same time. That's and the key for me: diversification, it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds so, like a financial advisor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we have uh, we have four different Instagrams. Essentially, we have Boot Hill Blades, Boot Hill Kitchen, which is all of Kylie's wooden items. Uh, we have uh, TDF 
uh, well, Three, three Daughters, Daughters Farms. Farms. Yep. We have Three Daughters Farm, and then we have TDF Kennels. So, of course, I make knives. That's easy. Um, Kylie does all kinds of wooden items. Mostly what she does is a restaurant will call her and be like, I need 40 boards that hold a butter dish and this and then that or whatever, you know, in this shape. And then she'll <laughs> kind of custom design that. But she hand carves basically everything. Yeah. Um, like spoons, spatulas, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then Three Daughters Farm was, of course, we have three daughters. And that was, we bought a heritage breed of sheep. And we thought this would be really cool to raise lamb and sell lamb to restaurants. And that was really big before COVID. Like some of the best restaurants in Nashville <coughs> were using some of our lamb, but we were so small, we could only provide it like Continue. once a year. Yeah. 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 Right. So we still have that. Um, and then we have 500 grapevines that are under um, Three Daughters Farm. I think we have 500 and something grapevines, and those are all like Concord varieties. So instead of making like some sweet red wine, which I don't enjoy a sweet red wine. Like I don't those, think anybody that enjoys real wine enjoys uh, sweet well, red wine. Whatever. I don't like to each their own. If you're getting drunk, good for you. Like, I'll take those jams all day. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. The, the, the Concord jams and jellies that she makes are great, but those, that grape juice that comes out of that is used in like desserts, like pastry chefs. She knows every pastry chef in Nashville, desserts, ice creams, all kinds of crazy stuff that they, they use that. So she literally spends her entire month of August and some of September picking grapes. Um, I mean, that's, that's all she does. And it's, it's a lot. And then our most recent... Is it worth the squeeze? No. Oh, <laughs> honestly. Uh, on, uh, oh, dad jokes. Sorry. And sorry. honestly, it's really not. I'm like, the, the 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 amount of work to go into That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. It's a passion yeah. She project. said it's a lot of She didn't want to talk about it very long. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so let's talk about the cutting boards that we're yeah. sending to you. It's great brutal. fucking jelly, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, but it's super fun. And, like, to go into... There's been a couple of breweries have used our grapes in, like, a different like farmhouse ale or a saison or whatever mm-hmm. and it's it's the coolest i just don't care i just don't care about the money some right like many mm-hmm. times like i just want to walk in something and then walk in somewhere and get a bottle that like came from our grapes and then i want to take it home and even if it's terrible i'm going to put it on a shelf somewhere and 30 years from now when my <coughs> grandkids and kids um see that it's just like that story of what what mom and dad or grandpa and grandma have done. Mm-hmm. And there's like tons of examples of that. That's all I want to do is like leave this legacy of there's things. There's a lot of honor in that, Jared. Yeah, I, I just like it. It's just I think we, I think everybody at this table appreciates the fact of trying to do something that you love. Right. And have it mean something to other people, but have it mean something to yourself also. And yeah. also doing yeah. it for free for years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And so the most recent thing is TDF Kennels, which of course is Three Daughters Farm. So I didn't have to create a new LLC. Um, and TDF Kennels is um, you should totally check them out on Instagram because uh, it's so fun watching the dogs. By the way, <laughs> and they've had some videos go absolutely viral. One of them's got like thirty million views. Something yeah, close to that. 20, I, mean, I think bonkers, it's at twenty-eight bonkers. or twenty-nine million views now on um, Facebook, but. But TDF Kennels, we raise British Labradors. I'm a big time duck hunter. As you can tell, like anything I get into as a hobby ends up, I'm like, all right, how can I actually write this off? Right? Like, how can I monetize it? Can I eat it or make money? That's right. Can I eat it? And and with TDF Kennels, killing ducks and you know, or shooting ducks and geese and things, and then having having it 
like being able to eat that and process that and keep it in my freezer and then um, making money on some dogs is awesome. So we raise British Labs and that's our newest kind of thing. And that actually has taken off way bigger, way faster than anything else ever done. So so I don't know. I'm not trying to like phase out Boot Hill Blades by any means because the classes that you guys attended, the classes are the probably most fun thing I possibly do. Like meeting people, four, mm. four guys that I've never met before, coming out, entertaining. It's all part of it, right? Like that's all, <clears throat> like you guys said, we- It's probably better than doing it by yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we bring you into the fold. Like that's yeah. the whole thing is- It's the experience. You literally live our day to day. Yeah, you like see it, how the sausage <clears throat> is Yeah, for if sure. you want to come and pick grapes during grape season or, you know, if your class is- during Go on walks and find mushrooms, and then cook those for lunch. Sure, that's what we did. Yeah, I mean, it literally was awesome. got, got found some golden oysters, and we just those up. we oh, just perfect. made some last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. We still have them, and we dried a bunch of those mushrooms that you guys and and we found and Good. picked. And but it's like you literally step into our day to day life, and and we also make a knife. And that's the whole thing is when we started the knife classes. What I said was, I want I want you guys to have an experience from Friday to Sunday. It's an experience. And we have fun, and you get to know different people. You get to know about yourself, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about us. And then at the end of the day, you end up taking home a knife. It's just like a it, – that's like the byproduct, right? Yeah. right. It's like the ancillary that, thing. Yes. As, as a chef producing knives that we produced, uh, the knives knives are great. They're incredible knives. Like I, I, would, <laughs> I would pay money for the knives that we produced. Good, because you did. <laughs> there is also that, but I think, but, but the but the the hospitality and the the breakaway from the daily grind and having the hospitality that you guys gave us was worth so much more than the money that we spent. Yeah, we'd go down there and hang out, just party and hey, bullshit. We just come hang yeah. out. You yeah, can't, anytime, get, man. You anytime. can't get Tim. You can't get Tim to stop working. No, we get there and he has never shot a gun, and then he sh- shoots better than all of us. And and by the Dude, end of Tim that, Tim killed it. Let's he, be honest. Yeah, he, 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 right. he murdered it. Tim yeah. hammered. He, he, he made shooting. us all look we stupid. We were just. Yeah. And, and by the end of it, he had the biggest smile on his face, and he said, "I could leave happy now. We haven't even right. touched knife. We haven't gotten close to the forge." And he already was like, "This is like the best trip I've been on as long as I can remember." Yeah, it, it was already won, and we were there for half of a day. Already won day one. Yeah. yeah, it was a great time. I I. I had such a great time. It was uh, it was everything that I needed. <clears throat> yeah. I, can't, yeah, I can't even tell you. Since we've been back, I think just yesterday I got asked about the trip. I've been asked so many times about this trip yep. because of the, the knives posted online. They're like, just, they want to know everything. And I'm like, I can't even explain it to you. It's like, we get on an airplane. We have no idea where we're going, what's happening, who we're meeting, where we're going, where we're sleeping. We know nothing and we're just like, okay, whatever. Here we go. <laughs> and we get there. There's dogs running around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, you know, it's like you're meeting these people. There's their house. There's the forge. There's where you're sleeping. Okay, cool. Can't there even we call go. For help if you need it. And it's like at the end of this experience, though, I said this before we left. It's like honestly, we did not even deserve your company, and like we, we are not worthy of that. <laughs> we're not worthy. <laughs> See, that's like, like that's like a little bit of the mystique. Yeah. Like it, it we is. Don't, it really is. It's so many really questions. Is. So we try to <laughs> like we're. So we're going to film a documentary about a class, and it's coming up. Cool. And there's a f- like at some point we're going to film that, but I'm almost hesitant to do it because 
it's it's that mystique. It's that like unknown right. of like, wait, we're going to somebody's random freaking house in the middle of the country mm. where the banjos are playing a little bit. Yeah. Like, are are they going to kill us? Are they going to eat our face? You know, are they going to wear our face? Definitely runs masks? across your I mean, mind. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah you got to wonder. Definitely runs yeah. across your mind. Right. And on the flip side of that, that's also <laughs> my thought. Like, four guys are coming. <laughs> no, are they going right. to wear my face as a mask? Exactly. <laughs> like, what, like, what, exactly. what are we Are they going to do a bunch of drugs all, and fuck all, up my guns? All that changes <laughs> yeah. when Kylie picks you up from the airport. That's right. All no, that I don't changes. know about that. That's right. Yeah, yeah I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Two hours later, you have guns in your hands <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. margaritas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. got a margarita that's in one right. hand and a shotgun in the other. Let's have a good time, glass? That's right. Yep. So We're going into the bourbon, the double barrel now. So, oh, yeah, side by side, side. I've yeah. been asked so many times since we've been back, and it's just like, you know, I try to tell them the story as good as I can, and I'm just like, listen, like, do it. Literally, you, you got to do it. Don't be afraid. Like, it, you know, I don't know. We joked even before we left, like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's well, and, uh, and on yeah. the way home, yeah. we, sat, we sat in the airport. <laughs> this is kind of funny. We had, like... Bless your wife's heart. She dropped us off early because we just honestly <laughs> wanted to get out of your way at that point. Our flight was until like, we didn't get Why home. Why do people feel like that? Every well, and then it was delayed too. So we didn't get home until like fucking one o'clock in the we morning. We just got ripped so at the airport. We got uh, absolutely ripped at the airport. Because we, we spent the weekend with your family. Your family needs to get better. Needs to get back on track. You know, kids House going to school. Like fish. Our kids, knife you know? class last week was supposed to stay or two weeks ago, was supposed to stay Sunday night, too. They literally boogered out. They were like, no, you guys need to get back to your normal day-to-day life. Like, you realize that well, we is drank my all normal your day-to-day, day-to-day life. Food, right? You know like, what that is? It's, you, you guys are so hospitable <laughs> that everybody feels guilty for, <laughs> yeah, like, for like, hang, yeah, for like hanging on. We just Should I go in their <laughs> house right now? Uh, yeah, I'll sure. go share the sheet. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I don't shit. I'll, I don't, with, I'll play with okay, red. Our house apparently has locks. I don't own a key for those locks. <laughs> I, I, have totally no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> shit, I shouldn't have given that uh, information <laughs> out. But I have no idea how to lock the back door. I don't know. You couldn't no find clue. that house with a boonie hat and a compass. You know no, the no, new the no new door that we back. added outside the kitchen? I immediately lost those keys. I have no idea where they are. <laughs> You've got dogs, roosters, and guns. Yeah, You're yeah, fine. Well, the place has got to be 4,500 square feet. It's got three heaters. Yeah. I mean, it's it's none of them work. None of them, <laughs> none of them work. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, it's we, uh, yeah, we totally tied one, which on is the not a lie. Though, so. We totally tied one on the airport. And honestly, all we did was uh, you know just gush about Jared and and, yeah. uh, and Kylie and how much yeah. fun we had. You guys and, were... and and we gave props to Justin for for putting this thing together and really making us go outside of the box uh, because this yeah. is a total Justin thing to do. It was 100%. a total Justin thing. Total to do. Justin thing. Did, did every, Justin's like, hey, I want to do this, and we're like, uh, how? Uh, how are we going to take time off? How are we going to do Yeah, and Justin's like, I scheduled the trip. These are the days. It's already paid for. And Shut up. Get on the fucking plane. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much. Happened. We got bullied just, pretty much. I, I, I didn't, didn't really ask him if they wanted we to go, go if they were willing. I just kind of, I was, I was like emailing with your wife and I just kind of like booked the day and I said, these are the dates that we're going. I don't have all the details, but you just need to be available. And yeah, I'm taking care of the rest. So. so the classes are sold out for like 2024, but we're gonna that. release 2025 dates. I don't even know. I don't. Well, we're even... coming down for Christmas. Have, so just uh, make so, the beds. So, yeah, okay, okay. We got all kinds of lights up. <laughs> so, oh yeah, uh, we want to see that. So the 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 woodworking uh, the the tools like the uh, spoons and stuff that Kylie's doing are. Is there an option to learn how to? Is there like, a class for that? Yeah, to oh, do yeah. that also. Hey, we should figure oh, that out. Yeah. We have talked about good that. Good call. Good we call. Have, we have talked about that previously. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. We have not put like a ton mm. of thought process into that, but 
it would be kind of fun to do that. And it could be a one-day class, yeah. right? Oh, With yeah. all the time, yeah. it easily yeah. be a one-day class. You start a fire, you're whittling around and just yeah. kind of yeah. do, doing the little cuts. But you don't have to worry about like stabilizing the steel and right. all that other stuff. You just kind of put a knife in people's hands and... But I guess in reality, we could really do it like where over That's two days, because if you're going to fly out, right? right. If you're going to come out. You might as well stay. You might as well and stay. Have dinner. And then yeah, you might as well have dinner. <laughs> but we, you could probably do like utensils one day, cutting boards the next or something. Yeah. You'll so many actually, cuts if you put hands, knives in uh, people's you might, ta- yeah. you might tap into a know. different market. I know. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, and, uh, and, and Kylie's, God, she's fucking great. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to be cussing on. Uh, she's no, she, a, she's a fun. She's a fun hang. She's she, a, but she's, she, yeah, she's she is she is great. She is so like heartwarmingly connected to everybody she talks to. It's just it's fantastic. Yeah. So it's, she tells me all the time, mm, like we're talking mm. about somebody. She sees like a post on Facebook, and she's like, "Did you see that?" She knows about fifty Jamies. She's like, "Did you see a Jamie like posted this on Facebook?" I'm like, "No, nah, I didn't. I didn't see that." And she's like, "Jamie was my best friend, or she's one of my best friends." And I'm like, "How many best fr- like?" She has fifty <laughs> right. freaking best yeah. friends. Right. I had, I better be yeah, in that conversation. I've known her for four days. Evie in high <laughs> school, I had one best friend, and I barely talked to him except when the Diamondbacks do well. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's good. You're in that conversation. I, I, yeah, I, that's like, it. She has like, 50, and we all we oh, all yeah. left feeling the know, same way. Yeah. I don't know how many guys, best you know, friends she has. I'm Not ninety like, percent of my friends are sitting at this table right now. Seriously, me too. Me too. And I just met you guys like freaking four weeks ago. But that's the lifestyle, right? That's what we do. Um, we we work and you know but we're also to the point in our life and our careers and our age where we can really be really selective about who we spend our time with and that is like what justin and tim were saying earlier that's what makes the makes it worth the squeeze is that you you know we at this point get to create our own environments and cultivate culture and and move the needle in the way that we're best at doing it and what you guys have created down there is Unlike anything I've ever experienced, it's absolutely world class. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere, <laughs> and I, if you put if you put one of those side by sides to my head, I couldn't think of anything bad to say about it. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, let's talk about the bourbon room. Oh no! Oh jeez! Sorry. Where I, we all cried laughing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and none of us knew that uh, The Rock was running for president until Tim gave us the, yep. a whole uh, break. Well, no, Dwayne The Rock. Dwayne The Rock. They, they want him to run for president. Yeah. <laughs> they just just hold out. I mean, like. Right. Maybe it's not happening. So, not official yet. Do, so, should we really be talking politics now? No, because, no, 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 no. But no, hey, no, little backstory. <laughs> if you're going to go to Boot Hill Blades, if you stay there for three nights, there's going to be a night or two that the Bourbon Room will create a memory that is probably not for public consumption. And what we are referring to was the four of us, the five of us at this table, obviously the four guests plus Jared, just on the fucking ground laughing. I mean, a lot of bourbon being consumed. We're smoking cigars. I don't smoke cigars. You don't smoke cigars. And there we are smoking cigars. Drinking bourbon. You do what you do. You do what you do when the time is right. When in Rome. Yeah, I had a, I had a class show up with a bunch of custom cigars, and it was too cold to smoke them out by the fire pit. Because normally, if it's like early season, you know, October, sometimes November classes, You're if it's outside. nice, yeah, yeah. We're, we're outside by the fire. It's beautiful. And then those late season classes, we only run them from October to May, so those late spring or you know early spring classes will be outside. <laughs> but they wanted to smoke cigars, so I enclosed the attic of the shop 
in uh, a bourbon room. We had some leather chairs up there. Some of them recline. And boy, let me tell you, there has been some crazy, crazy stuff up in the bourbon room. We try to keep some up there. Like, I mean, nobody's fallen down the stairs yet. Have you thought about Those putting a freaking guardrail just on the about, other side? Just well, there's a guardrail guard on one side. <laughs> not not, not, not on the side. side. It did start to bleed. Yeah. I did have a bloody so, yeah. ear for a couple days. But, uh, yeah, so was, yeah, when just, he says bourbon, that was all on me. There's yeah. nothing but bourbon in that room. On the top of the stairs, you have yeah. to watch your head because yep. it's that low. And Justin slammed his head into a... I don't even know. It's like Rapid. a two. It's a true yeah. two by four. You know, it's a little chilly. It's, 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 it's two by eight. It's two by eight. It's yeah. a little chilly. He had his hood up. He was just checking yeah. things out, and yeah. he kind of turned the wrong way. Although you told me because I don't remember this um, that I <laughs> I went to take a left turn into Albuquerque yeah. and um, walk off the table, but uh, allegedly. Yeah. So. Allegedly, mm-hmm. I don't think you need Thank a rail you. on the stairs. Um, no. so there's only been one More person to fall down the stairs. I fell up, and them. it was me. And I was tracing a friend I thought was drunk, <laughs> and I fell down the stairs. Perfect. So, to date, <coughs> that's it. So we'll we'll see. We should I don't know. Know. It's the part of the chart. It's part of the chart. That man. gets me. Yeah. The one where it's off, it's not the same as the other ones. I'm yeah. like, there's yeah. that sketch. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's because right the guy who owned it, <laughs> yeah. that's because the guy who owned it before us yeah. uh, was an undertaker and had a hearse, and he would back the hearse up into the shop. And that's where he did. There's a drain in the floor underneath. Oh my God. Here's a whole new there's level a drain, to this. There's a drain in the floor underneath Kylie's woodworking station mm-hmm. little thing there. And um, it's a big drain. And he would do, I don't know, embalming. Is that where they put the dead guy juice? That's where all the blood is, huh? That's where the dead guy uh, juice is. I believe dead guy juice is the answer. Okay, here's the weird thing. Dead guy juice knives. The weird thing is I don't know where it drains because it doesn't attach to our septic system. So (laughs) so I'm not positive where that drain drains. That's why those grapes are still underground of dead man juice. That's why those grapes taste so good. Potentially, okay? So he would back his hearse up. And his hearse wouldn't fit in the garage, so he cut the stairs off at what three feet? <laughs> yeah, he cut the stairs hell. off at That's three feet high. That's why it's messed up, as one does. <laughs> Correct, makes and, sense. And when he ended up selling the place to the guy we bought it from, OSHA has entered the chat. The guy we brought it from re- rebuilt. Poor Tom. 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 Tom's never gonna listen to this because he's a hundred years old. But Tom. Tom tried to rebuild the stairs. And Tom did a poor job at rebuilding the stairs. At least no you lie. Tried, and Tom. so it goes from normal stairs that are, I don't even know, eight inches apart or yeah. wherever they are to yeah. like the tightest four inches apart right. stairs you've ever been down. <clears throat> and it's very easy to fall down those stairs or up, yeah. them. up them. I've fallen up them up many them with, times. With yeah. a couple beers from me. Yep. Yeah. Good job, Tom. But I love it. It's, I, makes, it's I, part of the experience. I have yeah. not fallen down Indeed. those stairs that Yet. I remember. I didn't see you. You did not. I'm still the only one who's fallen down those stairs. And I fell from the top to the bottom, <laughs> all the way down, and that's I hit that ways. desk at the bottom that's <laughs> no, holding. <laughs> yeah, this better hit the fucking so anvil. It holds the hammers. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I mean, how, how do we? How does everybody find you? Like we we know how to find you. How yeah, the, does everybody else? The Instagram breakdowns, you? the follows, all okay. that stuff. Can you just <clears throat> rattle off all of your awesomeness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll try. Um, at Boot Hill Blades, B O O T H I L L, Boot Hill. At Boot Hill Blades, at Boot Hill underscore kitchen. That's Kylie's and all the wooden items that you'll find there. Um, Three Daughters Farm is cows, chickens, sheep, all the 
things that actually happen grape on juice. the farm. Grape juice. How do I always forget Dead that? Dead guy juice. Grape. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I there might not. be some mixed hey, in there. I hope not. Yeah, no. maybe. Uh, grape juice. Um, and then the newest one is TDF Kennels. It stands for three dollars fine. So TDF the dead Kennels. Fucker, Check out TDF Kennels. The yeah. uh, the dogs are freaking adorable. So fun to watch. And they are so active. They're just they they're so hard at it. Just so happy. It's it's, it's really quite than amazing. You. I've got two in Justin's basement right now that are probably barking their heads off. We gotta go pet red. Yeah, we're gonna go pet red. Red's yeah. red's in the basement. Yeah. I think my kids might be playing uh, with them already by now. Um, I think we want to do another, uh, just a thank you for popping over here and a thank you to Cedar Ridge for, um, sponsoring this and, uh, giving you a chance to drink some of this booze. Pretty good, right? Is this the double barrel one? Yeah. This last one was a double barrel one. And, uh, we have our, we have our F and F, uh, ride that we're going to send you home with. We'll probably try some quintessential tonight as well. Uh, but they have, uh, amazing lineup of bourbon and um it goes past that too to the wines and other liquor but uh just a little thank you to the sponsor there and uh jared thank you for coming on thank you guys appreciate yeah, it really appreciate and it like i said 90 percent of my friends are sitting right here now so no <laughs> appreciate that you you guys see how cool this guy is you know go go book it go hang out with him for a weekend you'll see what we're talking about you can, and you'll you be his friend catch too. their you can catch their knives coming on if you sign up for the email you can catch their knives uh, monthly, they go on a basically like an auction of put your email in and pick which knife you'd like to get. And then, um, you know, hopefully everybody wants the knives. So hopefully your email is picked because, you know, they can't sell to everybody. They only make a certain amount. Well, it's, a call. Ti- it's a time call. Thing, it's a time right? thing. Yeah. 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 So what time, what time do you release sure, that? Jump in on that? Okay. It's super simple. There we go. Uh, the first Wednesday of every month. So the first Wednesday of every month. It goes out at 12 Eastern. I'm in Central Time, so it's 11 my time, right? Yep. And there might be 8 to 15 knives in there, and then it's it's so people kind of overthink it. It's very easy. You just, when you get the email, you just reply back with what knife you want. But you do have to be pretty quick. Um, I was 11.15 last week. Did did you get yours? No. Oh. Right, so I didn't so see it quick, fast quick. Right. You so, right. you literally sit there dude, and know this dude update your emails it's, and yeah. respond immediately. You know, but there's there's mm, there's a lot of people, yeah, trying to put it in. Right, so and there's always not, like you might not get it the first time you try, or even the seventh time you try. Real <laughs> quick too, the <laughs> the quality of these knives are priced very competitively. Um, so I mean, it's it's. Yeah, we just, we talked about this a little bit when we were there. You know, your goal was never to try to outprice, uh, you know, uh, the the whole room or half the room. It's like you simple. you wanted it to right. be uh, in, more in a price range that's competitive, so anybody that's working in the kitchens can save up a little bit and afford to buy this. Knife. Yeah, our prices have been. I think we've raised our prices fifty dollars per knife within the last eight years. And that's and just Kylie crazy. And told me she had to make you do it. Yeah, she had to make me do it because <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted like people who are in the kitchen, on the line, working their butt off to be able to afford these. So um, it's the pricing is super simple. It's based on s- the size of the knife. I don't like factor in handle material. I don't factor in what it looks like or if it's cool. Like it's all the same. So like a six inch knife, seven inch knife, eight inch knife. If it's a bread knife or a chef knife and it's eight inches, it's the same exact price. Crazy. Like it's the same idea. Right. And well, it's the same amount of material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's awesome how competitive it is. I appreciate the effort that you 
do for that to put them out at the price that you put them at because the price that you put them at is absolutely worth the knife. Um, you should raise your prices. And that's, <laughs> that's all we were trying to say. I double it. I still couldn't get one but at 11 Everyone else is charging twice that, yeah, if not so, more. But um, appreciate, appreciate how you are trying to be connected to other people and just give, give a little bit to make other people good. So very cool. I feel like people say this all the time, and it's like, um, you know, it's taken for granted. But I promise you, and you guys know, None of none of what I do is about the money. I just and Kylie's like, hey, we got to pay our bills. I get that, but I just do not care. Like what I care about is creating friends, creating friendships, um, drinking good bourbon. Correct. Drink to that. Um, and creating creating experiences. Like I create, I want to create experiences. I want, not only do I want to create experiences, I also want to be in experiences just like I went duck hunting in these other places. That's what is going to last. That's what's in Mm -hmm. here. You know, that's what's in my heart. That's what's in here for me. And I want to pass those on to my kids, to my friends and family. I just, if you're about money, I don't feel like you meet the correct people. Right, like the right people that are gonna mm. be with you for the next fifty years. Experiences create the correct people, and the the friends <coughs> that uh, I always said when we started this business, I said I want to have friends everywhere. So anytime I go anywhere in the country, I've got a place to stay. Right, that's right. And that's what I've got today with Justin. Justin was like, "Yeah, come on in, you know, stay at my house, whatever." And that's a hundred percent what we're about. And I know it sounds cliche and sounds terrible, but. It is no, true. No, it sounds organic and homegrown. And that is an experience we had. Yeah, it's true. With you guys. So, I Let's end it with the guys. cheers. Cheers. Like Kendall always Thanks says, for coming on. it's a fun job, but don't do it for fun. <laughs> <laughs>